Hi, I'm Claudia Lewis. I created a Teach Now podcast on my Module 3, Unit 3, Activity 2 project on mobile learning. In this podcast, I'll discuss what I learned from my cohort discussions in the virtual classroom and our discussion forum. I'll share what I learned about mobile apps my peers are using in their classrooms and how these apps support students with their project work. After which, I'll share some thoughts that my grade 4 students gave me on the use of mobile devices and apps and how these um, apps and devices help their learning. Then I'll share a brief description of a project that I designed for my grade 4 students that will help them creatively share a piece of realistic fiction in a new and exciting way. Okay, so first up, what I noticed during our VC on Monday is a range of apps and tools that members of the cohort shared. And some popped out to me more than others because I'm interested in introducing new and relevant apps to um, my classroom kind of um, toolkit. Right, And I really want to do things that help support my student learning and add more relevant tech into their lives that they can then transfer maybe in grade 5 or even in middle school. In our breakout session, Jackie C. mentioned um, Snow as an educational alternative for TikTok. And I, I've never really heard of snow but I was interested in using it um, because I think that's something my grade four students will be excited to use. Nino also mentioned two apps that I wanted to try and that's the da, Vin- da Vinci program which has entertaining educational games and videos for kids and because I'm interested in using apps that help uh, my students publish stories um, we do a lot of fiction um, writing. I want them to be able to publish it in new and unique ways, their stories. Um, so I'm really excited to try storyboard app that Nino mentioned. Um, because I, again, I keep saying this, but I work with grade four students. So in the discussion forum, I was focused on finding apps for elementary students. A couple that really attracted me was like Pear Deck, which Tarini mentioned. She described Pear Deck as an app that teachers in her school use in their classes. And it's great for engagement, student engagement, and real-time feedback. The second I wanted to try, I want to try, sorry, and I believe will be appropriate for elementary students is Breakout edu um based on what Tarini said i didn't i couldn't get into it i saw maybe a couple videos on youtube about it is that it's a story-based game they have story-based games where students have to crack codes and proceed um the company that brought out breakout edu also supplies like um 
actual lock boxes that could be used in the school and it might really be interesting to purchase them and have those activities like um an escape room kind of activity for the kids i think they might really be interested in them ariana also mentioned kahoot and quizlet as in-class apps, um, I've used Kahoot, and it's a really great reflection tool. The kids love the songs and da 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 things like that. Um, but I haven't used Quizlet, and I might want to compare Quizlet by using it and see what the kids think, get feedback from the kids between Kahoot and Quizlet. So I was really happy to get so much, um, so many, sorry, ideas from the cohort discussion that I could bring back in my class. Um, now that I shared a bit about the cohort, I wanted to talk about what I did with my students and, and how I designed my own project for them. So I interviewed four students in my class, grade four. And I wanted to have really simple but clear questions, so I just asked three guiding questions. Um, out of privacy, I'm not using the students' names, and just for being a bit succinct, I'm gonna just give a general idea of what they said without saying boy one, boy two, because that could be a bit tedious to listen to. So. Um, the three questions I asked was, were, what apps do you like to use to show your understanding? What apps would you like to use more of if you could? And what apps do they find might be interesting to share their realistic fiction story? Um, just to jump ahead... The project that I designed was using an app to show a realistic fiction story that they created in connection with um, their research on natural disaster events. So kids created realistic fiction stories like um, the I Survive series, where the character is in a natural disaster most students um, followed the model of I Survived, and it was a kid around their age, and they were caught in some sort of natural disaster, and they had to get out. So it was really interesting writing on their part. Um, anyway, I just want to summarize by saying that the students said when the question was put, what apps do you like to show your understanding? They talked about Seesaw. Um, I think students really gravitated towards Seesaw because their parents have all signed on to the parent app. So as soon as the student posts something, the parent receives it. And the parents comment on their posts. And it's really quite nice. The kids love seeing parents and other students and teachers leave comments based on their work. So they, they overwhelmingly, all of them mentioned actually using Seesaw. 
Um, I sometimes question though whether if they had other options, if that would be something they would be interested in trying something else um, as a reflection tool. Um, what apps would you like to try more if you could? So this was mixed. Um, I had a couple of students who mentioned Minecraft um, and then all of them mentioned they would like to use more of Lightbot and Scratch. Those are the coding apps that we use. Um, then we had Simple Physics and a Pottery app because kids really like using the Pottery app um, in our class. Um, so what that tells me is that the kids wanted to be a bit more creative in sharing and showing their work. Um, um, unfortunately, sometimes it's hard to balance using apps and the work that goes into doing coding with making it relevant. Which brings me to my final question, which was, which apps would you use to share your realistic fiction story? And my idea, and I presented it to the kids, so maybe that wasn't fair, but I, I said, maybe we can use Scratch to kind of do a very abbreviated version of this story. And they all were really inspired to to use coding to show the characters and the scenes for their story. Um, I also think Scratch, which might be unconventional, has a really a lot of benefits for showing students writing because they will not only learn to code and use their creativity in designing the backgrounds that they would use in their, their scratch story, um, they also have to make sure that the scenes and everything align with the characters that they have already written. So really and truly we're using scratch as a published piece of work, but they've already written their stories before and using scratch creates a kind of slow and purposeful representation of their story um, that will help students identify important elements of their plot and key elements in the story to generate this published piece. Um, most of the project work to be honest is expect is done in school and um, that's because we have devices um, or iPads have scratch and it's a one-to-one -one program, so there's no need to share anything. And also, um, we have a no homework policy. So a lot of my kids have a very busy after-school schedule with piano or swimming or tennis. It's quite intense, so we don't provide any additional homework. And it's, it's across the board for elementary students. So that eliminates the need for them to work after school um, because they really need time to explore their own interests and passion. Um, I think I covered everything. There was a question where I have to summarize um, like talk to the cohort after I shared my questions with the kids, but
because of time, I didn't get feedback from cohort from the cohort, but that's fine because I think I I saw what other people wrote and I got a really good understanding of what other people were doing, and hopefully I'll get feedback on this blog, this podcast. Sorry, <laughs> and hear what other people have to say. Thank you for listening to my first podcast ever.